everybody. I uh, want to welcome you back. Uh, over the last uh, few months, really, we've we've been pulling people in here to do podcasts that are involved in different kinds of ministries. We've talked to people in prison ministry, jail ministry, church ministry. And today, uh, we have some special guests with us that are going to talk a, a, lot, a little bit about missionary ministry. Uh, so we got Zach and Stephanie in here with us today. So we were, we're so excited for you guys being here. Uh, I've known Zach. Literally, since he was that old, this old, and uh, but I just met Stephanie a few years ago uh, when they met after Zach left our church and went uh, out west to start his mission journey. And so, uh, y'all want to just say hey, and then I'll dive in on what we're going to talk about. Everything good? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Zach Smith and my wife Stephanie and two and a half month old Adam. Adam. Yeah, we, we're excited about Adam. We uh. We were able to do like an online kind of like baby shower for him because they were out west, and I let them tell you where they where they've been living and what they what's what's next for them in a few minutes. But I want to talk just first a little bit about their story. Uh, uh, like I said, I know Zach's pretty well. Uh, don't know Stephanie's as well. Got some uh, secondhand information from Zachary on, on her, but I've known Zach again since he was a baby, and and uh, I've actually been. Uh, on the mission field with him a few times for mission trips. And uh, we've been to Haiti together a couple of times. And quite honestly, he's, he's, uh, he's a kid when he, young man, I can't call you a kid anymore. You're a grown man now, but you got your own baby. But uh, when he was, uh, I knew when he was 14 or 15 years old, that this may be his life, what it ended up being. Uh, obviously I, I, I didn't uh, know how God was going to pull it, pull it off, but I knew that Zach was going to end up being, on the mission field in some way, just just to watch him in Haiti and other countries where we were there, just how he blossomed and found his place. Uh, you know, uh, it was just amazing to watch. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came to know Jesus? And then we're going to talk about Stephanie and her uh, upbringing a little bit, and then we'll get back to, to what you guys are doing now. So, Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up in Lincoln, so I've been here all my life. Uh, went to First Baptist for um, middle school years, and then uh, after that came out to Covenant, but uh, was saved at a VBS at First Baptist, and then came to youth here, and uh, grew up a lot here, and did mission trips and, stu and stuff with the guys at church here, and then continued on with stuff yeah yeah um i got my faith became real to me when uh dad left and yeah. the guys here at covenant were huge in my life and made a big difference in the route that i took yeah i remember those 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 times i felt like they were like really instrumental years when you were trying to find your way and a lot of hurt was going on in your heart and yeah i remember guys like john mervine and randy carpenter and you know, swooping in and loving on you and uh, and just just uh, as a matter of fact, little man over here is named after John Mervine. Yep. Uh, his middle name uh, is 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 ever John's middle name, and so those men had a, a real impact on his life. And I want you to know you had a real impact on their lives and our lives as well. But I just feel like that was just uh, an amazing part of your life in the season. So right when Stephanie's supposed to uh, do her part of the interview, you might have to tell a little bit of her story in a minute. Uh, we got to take care of little man. But anyway, so how 
tell, tell us a little bit about her life and how you met. All right. Sounds good. So she grew up as a missionary kid in Indonesia. Uh, her dad was a pilot mechanic with MAF. And MAF means what? Mission Aviation Fellowship. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Y'all got those words we don't understand. So. Yeah. So, yeah, Mission Aviation Fellowship. He was, uh, uh, yeah, worked on aircraft and flew them in Indonesia for just all kinds of stuff from yeah. medevacs to Bible translations to, yeah, just random supplies, whatever. And anyway, so to get to how we met was her dad is a recruiter for JARS. So it's, he switched organizations. So JARS and Wycliffe are the same thing effectively. And so he was out at Moody for uh, once a year, just for like a week to get to know students and to recruit people. And so he got to know me for three or four years. And then one uh, summer he called me and just standard call, like no, nothing special and was asking me questions about normal stuff. And then one of them was, are you see, dating anybody, seeing anybody? The answer was no. And he said, well, so I have somebody I'd like to introduce to you. I think, I think you'd be a good fit. And told me all about her. And then at the end he said, Oh, and it's my daughter. <laughs> Add a little pressure to the, yeah, to the max, yeah, max. Yeah. So he gave me her number and we texted for a couple of weeks and we called for a bunch of times and I met her uh, in September and then we got together over the next six or so months, four or five times, and then proposed in St. Joseph, Missouri during a bicycle trip. Yeah. I remember this when this was going on because we were like uh, in Lincolnton because Zach was like our church, our whole church's kid, you know, like he, <laughs> we, we all loved him so much and had spent so much time with him with youth group years and missionary stuff and mission trips and so we were like monitoring. Stephanie's probably really glad that we, you know, we're, we're really in, involved in his business so much. But we, we, we knew about the text, and then we knew you guys had met. I remember you telling me when you uh, your first uh, trip when you were going over to actually meet her face to face, and uh, we were all excited here because we're like, this is the one. This is the one. We know God had set him up, and uh, and so I know it sounds like some kind of fast paced relationship, you know. But you know, I also. When God sets up something like that and you just know it and you feel it, it's a, it's an amazing thing that happens. And, uh, uh, poor little guy. But it, anyway, so, uh, undoubtedly that first meeting went really, really well. And how long you guys have been married now? Yeah, it went really well. We've been married two years yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. And yeah, so we talked a whole lot on the phone about important things, not just shooting the breeze. All right. So. A lot of good conversations. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so why don't you tell uh, them a little bit about, and we'll get back to 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 yours, y'all, your story together moving forward. But where did you go? Like, I, I remember very clearly, in it, but I don't want to tell your story. Like, right when you got out of high school, it was time to go uh, start taking taking hold of your purpose and meaning moving forward. So, tell them a little bit about what happened when you left Lincolnton. I hopped in the truck and drove across the country to Spokane, Washington. So that's right on the border of Idaho and started at a flight school, Moody Aviation. It's part of Moody Bible Institute and did Bible courses and then your airframe power plant license. So A&P and then started with the private pilot license, then commercial and then instrument. So learning to fly and getting quite good at it. 
And so you're really good at flying now? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm rusty for sure right yeah. now. I'm not, I'm not current anymore. Yeah. yeah. So what are you, what are you currently doing? I'm doing maintenance at the flight school. Gotcha. So maintaining the fleet of 13 or 14 aircraft that the students go fly so that they used to train. Yeah. So I'm indirectly helping to train quite a few people that would likely go overseas for mission aviation. Right. And in that process, I'm building up experience and getting a lot better as a mechanic myself. And I've got another rating that takes uh, a certain amount of minimum time to get. So I've got my inspection, inspection authorization and it just allows you to do more inspections, like uh, sign off extra, I guess. Yeah. And then staying at Moody has been really great because we stay in the missions world. We didn't get out of missions and buy a house or get something nice and then set and put roots down. So then we were a little more hesitant to go overseas. So we've always had our goal of going overseas. Right. And that was one of the big pulls to get to know Stephanie because she grew up overseas. She knows what mission aviation is and is wholeheartedly for it. Right. And that was a huge part in that relationship and the track of my life. Right. Yes. Yeah, a little, uh, not, not everybody is. And I say this in, a, in all serious, not everybody's built for, we're not going to sit down roots and, and buy uh, a house with a white picket fence and uh, raise a family together in a, in a little town, you know, to, to have that kind of gift uh, in, in, in your other half that's willing to go wherever God sends you is, is quite a gift and, and amazing to me. In fact, something I really admire in the both of you. I, I know you were always that guy who was, I felt like you were one of those people that said, here I am, send me wherever you want me to go, God. You know, I'm not going to put down roots in any specific place, but for you guys to find each other is, is quite a story to me in and of itself. And uh, so currently I know we were talking before we went on camera we went uh, on air that uh, that you guys are getting ready to be living out of a car for a while with the well, baby. What does that mean? Effectively. Exactly? <laughs> so my time with Moody ends the middle of January and hopefully we'll be members of Wycliffe at that point or slightly before. We're on step eight out of 12 in that process. So we're getting getting that direction. But we'll be traveling and raising support and staying with family and friends. So we have a base of supporters, potential supporters in Washington and Iowa and Illinois, and then in North Carolina. Right. So traveling between all three of those and trying to meet as many people as we can get to know people. Cause there's a lot of people that I don't know whether they're Stephanie's friends or have joined covenant after I left. Cause that's been 10 years. Yeah, that's unbelievable and to me. So it'll, it'll be a new New challenge, new new time of life. You really been gone ten years? Uh huh. God, it seems like yeah, four. I, I left in August of twenty eleven. How old are you now? I'm twenty nine. <laughs> you don't know how old you are. It's twenty nine. Yeah. Stephanie, how old is he? She's off camera. There. Is he twenty nine? <laughs> okay, he's twenty nine. We yeah. got that right. So he left here ten years ago, and uh, and uh, we knew he'd probably never live here again unless it was like when he was an old retired guy. But uh, but 
uh, it's it's exciting to hear what's next. Uh, we got to get Stephanie in when the baby's quiet. We got to we got to hear a little bit of your story. Uh, tell us about your parents, your family, your upbringing. Yeah, uh, I was born and raised on the mission field, like Zach was saying. Um, my parents were missionaries. Yeah, let him have the baby, and he can go walk around for a while. <laughs> hey, this is like live action right here. You get all of it, right? Uh, I was born and raised in Indonesia, uh, where my parents were serving, and we uh, I was there for eleven years. We moved back to Iowa um, when I was when we were still in Indonesia. My mom and I had a lot of conversations about salvation and what it meant to be saved and to have Christ be a part of my life. And I can remember one day specifically, my mom and I were running errands on our little mom's little motorcycle, and we were having a conversation about salvation, and specifically like. My salvation isn't based on my parents. My salvation isn't based on my brothers being Christians. It's right. it's my own personal choice. Right. And we got done talking. And my mom's like, "Do you do you want to make that decision?" I was like, mm, "No." <laughs> my eight year old mind honest. had yeah. other things to yeah. go do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that evening, my parents were about a block away at a Bible study. I'm home alone in our brick and mortar home with very little wood in the house. And I remember vividly laying in my waterbed thinking the house is going to catch on fire and I'm going to burn to death in my brick house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as I thought about that, I was like, okay, so if I burn to death here, I'm spending eternity in hell burning. Yeah. And I was like, Hmm, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, it's a good was, day to decide this. right? <laughs> uh, and at that point I realized my need for salvation and, and Christ to be a part of my life. Right. And I accepted that free gift of salvation that night. And yeah. I told my mom the next day and we talked through it to make sure I understood truly what salvation was. Yeah. Um, and like Zach, I was much older when my faith truly became my own. I was in college and I just had to sort through a lot of theology and, mm -hmm. okay, what does scripture say? What does, what are my professors saying? What does my pastor say? Mm -hmm. Does it all line up with scripture? And at that point I was like, okay, yes, we can do this. Um, but I've always, I've always had a desire to be in missions, specifically in aviation, because I've seen the need in so many different capacities, whether it's getting people in and out for emergency situations right. or getting the scriptures into a village, into their right. own language. Well, well, Wycliffe really is good at that part, you mm -hmm. know, with all the Bible translation stuff. And we, we, we have a, a jars location that Zach probably visited when he was a little kid, not too, too far from here, you know, that, uh. So we had a lot of people educating us on, you know, the value of all that and, and what they were really doing. You know, sometimes people, some people, sometimes they need you to bring them a bottle, bottle of water, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. in, in the middle of those uh, third world countries. And uh, so that's, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's amazing that some people, if they grew up on the mission field, their first opportunity to split from that would like, I'm out of here. You know, my parents made yeah. me do that, but I don't have to do it when I'm an adult. But the, the fact that you have that heart uh, mm -hmm. speaks to something really personal in you. Yeah. Because a, a, a faith that just tags along to your parents' faith doesn't choose third world life. Mm -mm. <laughs> but a faith that is your own, uh, God can definitely do that in you. So what did you think, um, skipping ahead in your story, what did you think when dad came home and announced that he'd uh, found this guy that he wanted you to meet? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I was ready to tell my dad, no, I was like, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm single. God's using me where I'm at. I'm plugged in at my church. I've got a job that I mostly enjoyed and yeah. 
God's using me where I'm at. And, and then I was like, well, hold on. If your dad thinks you should get to know this guy, maybe you should at least say, right. sure, we can give it a shot. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever, dad. And, and then once you saw him, you knew he was the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went and I found him on Facebook yeah. <laughs> through mutual friends because Smith is such a common last name. Oh, ain't that the truth? Um, so I was like, well, I mean, I can at least try and find him through a common friend. And yeah. I did. And I was like, okay, well, I suppose. I don't know. I already told dad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's that's a pretty good gig for your dad, though. I mean, like, really? Because mm-hmm. from my perspective, he sure did a great job matching up two incredible people. And uh, dads know stuff like that. I have three daughters, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I tell them all the time, if they'll just let me decide for them, <laughs> it'll be a lot easier. It worked you know? out for us. Yeah, it worked out really good <laughs> for you guys uh, uh, in, in more ways than one. Because uh, I think your heart's being knit together. Yeah. And now you got this other life, you know, that, that's uh, – Wow, what an amazing gift that he mm-hmm. is. So um how's how's he fit into the mission field thing? Oh, he's along for the ride. He, <laughs> he doesn't care no, right now. No, he he's going where we're going. He <laughs> doesn't have much of a choice. Yeah. That's right. Well, uh, so when y'all leave here, you're gonna go back to Washington for a while? Yep. Finish up the time at Moody. Okay. And then wrap up selling the house and figuring out a different vehicle and getting the getting ready to Drive all over the place. Yeah, and so basically, this this first part of your leg of first leg of your journey is going to be going through all those places to to connect with the people that uh, she knows that you don't know in cities that you've probably never spent a whole lot of time in. Just visiting churches and raising support for um for what's next, which will probably be what when you get all that money raised, uh, which we're going to help with, by the way. Uh, we're hoping to end up in Indonesia, where she grew up, or in Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Those are the first two options where they need the most maintenance staff. Right. And just and be an aircraft mechanic and live wherever we're, you know, whatever place we've got and be as much of a light and witness to people in the area that we can, right. whether it be expats, so people from other other countries that move there. Or the nationals that are are already there, right? Doesn't doesn't matter. Everybody needs everybody needs Christ. Amen. We all need to, to disciple each other. That's right. That's right. So, what's the time frame uh, for your goal? What would be the perfect time frame for being in that country and, or one yeah, of those countries? In our ideal world, of course, God can change the plan, which yeah. is just fine. Yeah. But uh, start raising support for with Wycliffe in. November, December, January, something like that. And then continue that for a year or two, whenever we get it, uh, whenever we hit the final goal is when we can go, but we do have more training that Wycliffe will provide. So some of the intercultural communication stuff, more training at the hangar, uh, specific to the airplanes that I would be working on in whichever country I would right. head towards the next step in the application process is picking where we're going. So we're right. praying about that. We're talking with people that represent both countries and trying to figure out what is the best for us and, and what God would have us to do. Right. So is most of this training, the final training, is that all in Washington state or is that, you know, no, it's, it will either be in Waxhaw, North Carolina, yeah. or maybe a little bit in Orlando where Wycliffe is headquartered. Yeah. Well, we'll take you in Waxhaw because we can see you more. Yep. But Orlando's weather's a little better, so 
<laughs> so, so what kind of uh, weather's in Indonesia? It's, it's just curious. Hot and humid. Is and it kind of like Haiti? Like, uh, have you been? I, to I've Haiti never before? been to Haiti. Similar. Uh, it's similar. Yeah. He says it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hot and humid. Rainy hot season, dry season. Yeah. Amazing thunderstorms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're excited to go back, right? I am. <laughs> it's home. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it amazing? I love to watch stories play out like this where God just picks two people from different parts of the world and basically connects their hearts together with 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 one mission, one goal, one purpose. And uh, I would definitely say your story is a God story. You know, I, I knew I knew Zach's was going to turn into one, and I was watching it unfold. But when you came along, first time I saw y'all together and I saw – him looking at you, I went. Uh, he's done. He's, it's over for him. He's he's this little shy kid that. Uh, incidentally, when we were in Haiti, the little girls in the orphanage fell in love with Zach. You know, he was our only teenage boy. We had to actually get special permission sometimes to take him with us because we would have to sign on to be his like you know like, oh, yeah, guardian. yeah. guardians to get him across into other countries. Mm-hmm. And so he's 16, 17 years old, and. <laughs> All the little girls uh, in Haiti <laughs> would, you know, that in the orphanage would fell in love with Zachary. And one night we were uh, in a hotel. Uh, I, you need to know this, okay? One night we we're in a hotel, uh, which was about uh, a couple hundred yards from the orphanage, and it's not like a nice Marriott or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, like, and so these flock of girls, like eight or ten. Uh, little Haitian girls from the orphanage that we all knew them because we loved them and had kind of helped raise them. They they came to our hotel and I was like, "Hey, girls, y'all come to see us?" Says, no, we came to see Zach. <laughs> and they had his notes, love notes, love letters Aww. that they had written to Zach. And we were like, "Zach," well, he was like up on the next floor. And you know Zach enough to know this: the last thing he wanted was girls to come looking for him. The second. Last thing he wanted was for us to have been witnesses <laughs> to this because we knew he knew that we would never let this go. Uh-huh. And so, did I'm you so keep any of those love this. letters? I think I still got them. Well, you need to let Stephanie see them. Okay, yeah. you're married now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, I knew this this guy was destined for greatness in the Lord. And uh, when I met you, I knew the same. And I could not be more proud of the both of you and little guy. Uh, what a, what a beautiful beautiful gift he is and so uh we're gonna do everything we can do from our church here in linkedin to help you guys meet your goals and uh and so thank y'all for for taking some time to come in and talk to us today uh gives us a better vision of what what your future is gonna look like and how we can help and uh so we're gonna give you one more time just to tell everybody thanks goodbye help whatever you need to do right now just uh well i'm gonna let both of you kind of close this thing out yeah, well, thanks for having us, Mike, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. the time that we have to talk. And, like, honestly, it doesn't really matter where we go or what we do as long as we can use the talents and abilities God's given us to serve him. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up here, I was close to the guys at the church. I don't know if I'd be in the same spot without them. And you know, especially spending a lot of time doing missions with Randy. <laughs> like, you know, seriously, yeah. like, yeah. you know, shape, shape where I'm going so never underestimate the influence you have in people even if you don't realize it it's invest in people yeah because that's that's how i ended up where i am and you know hopefully i've (laughs) invested in people as i've grown up and i'll certainly aim to continue that yeah what you have i appreciate you all right you're up
Um, <laughs> yeah, we do send out a newsletter about quarterly. So if you'd like to receive it, feel free to send us an email. It's um, smith10519 at gmail.com. Um, and we have a blog that we're attempting to update. It's, it's gotten a little behind with having a kid. Um, yeah. And I couldn't tell you that website off the top of my head, but it's in our um, signature line on our email. And I can probably find it and send it to Ryan if anybody yeah. wants it. We'll put that stuff out there for you. Yeah. Because our goal is to help you reach your goal because we believe that's God's goal. And uh, for us to get to partner with you guys moving forward is is nothing short of a gift for us because uh, you're part of us now. You're part of our family. And we love you. And we love Zachary. And uh, and we love little guy. And, uh, and we He's appreciate it. He's gone now. Uh-huh. He just needed dad to hold him and love he on him did. a little bit. So, but uh, anyway, thank you guys for coming by. Uh, we we can't wait to see everything that God's going to do in you and through you, and it, it's going to be amazing. And I'm gonna watch it unfold. Uh, and so, thanks for letting us do our part. But anyway, all right. Thank you. And guys, we appreciate you as usual joining in with us. It's a privilege and an honor that you would even take the time. To watch anything we do, we just give God all the glory for it. Thank Ryan. He's behind the scenes over here doing all the real work. Uh, but uh, God's been good to us. And for us to get a chance to to, to give out some some props, uh, uh, put out some new names for you guys, maybe to check out some stuff they're involved in, and I'll give you another way to help uh, work in the kingdom is, is a privilege for us. So thanks for, for stopping by. We will see you next time.